Hey there, Joiner. So, before we get into our regularly scheduled programming, just wanted to remind you that it is official. The Good Morning Guys podcast is on Patreon. And for those of you who may not know, Patreon is a monthly online subscription platform that allows you, yes, you, my friend, our joiner, to financially support content creators like us in a variety of monetary ways. Now, I know what you're thinking, and don't worry, all our content is staying that good old-fashioned FREE and with our normally scheduled programming, of course. But if you like what you hear, if you like what you see, if you like what we do and want to toss a coin to your podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash the GMG pod today. That's patreon.com forward slash the GMG pod. Thank you so much for supporting the show as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this episode number 136 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your two hosts tonight, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Hamswisher. Also with me on my left, right, above, below, all around, the final member of the GMG Quad Factor who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. Man, it's been a while since we uh, since we went halfsies. I know, right? I don't have we gone halfsies on a normal show? We it's have. Been a while. We have. It's yeah. been a long time though. Um, what what when was it? Old oh, scholarly scholar. I, I wanna say it was you and I. Um I don't rem- I don't remember what episode it was, but now, we had Jake with us, right? I think we had a third party still. Yeah, I, I feel like we did something else other really? than that that was half seas. I, I don't know. Remember. I feel like maybe feel like maybe like it was first, that episode. Yeah, I feel like this is the first fireside chat we've had. I need like a uh, fire in the background, like just you and me, man, hanging out. That's that's my horrible version is that, of, a, of a. Is that your fire crackling fire sound? Fire crackling. <laughs> That is special. I'm going to go get some marshmallows. I'll be right back. Schmoes. <laughs> Make some hot schmoes. All right. Well, <laughs> as is tradition, uh, you know, we're going to jump into our updates. We will say at the top of this time that uh, we very much miss Patrick and Ronnie. They are with mm-hmm. us in spirit, as always. But yep. they got a little work to do. They got a little husbanding to do. So we're just letting them do what they got to do. And we're going to you know, keep on with the show. They're here in spirit. Maybe we'll like throw in some like, I don't know, sports words or something about the Reds. Uh, the Reds. Yeah. <laughs> like go Reds. What a great color. Great American and, uh, baseball stadium. They hit yeah. baseballs like, like uh purple. I don't know. I don't, what does purple do? Does purple do anything? I don't think so. No. Uh, I better I stop. No <laughs> I better stop before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> All right. So Mark, what has been going on with you, brother? Fill yeah, us man. in on it's the latest and greatest. Been, it's been it's been two weeks, so I got to catch up on two weeks worth. Oh, of that's stuff. right. Yeah, yeah you I were was... our silent member last week, so yeah. Yep, I was great. I was in the background making sure that the the video and audio was working right. Yep, so at least yep, I could do were. something. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously that all started on Easter. Um, 
so uh, uh, I definitely had a wonderful Easter itself. Um, we you had better. Nice... That's kind of a that's kind of an obligation with the pastor, I think. Yeah. Professional obligation. <laughs> you you gotta must enjoy it a little have bit, a least. wonderful Easter. You must like it. Must it must be good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, we had a we definitely had a good Easter. Um, we had an outdoor uh, service for Easter. Um, we had nice. like this nice picnic pavilion that, that we had built, um, several months back that, uh, we were able to set things up in. And, um, so it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to have that outdoor experience. And we were able to have everybody together because, nice. um, you know, as it's been, basically we've had, you know, some people in the worship center and some people outside right. at the picnic pavilion and some people in our secondary annex building um mm-hmm. to kind of spread things out because of covid right and yep. my pastor was like well if they're not going to come to us we're going to come to them so we can go outside and that way everybody can spread out um and still somewhat be together and then we had a, a basically a bring your own kind of picnic lunch after after the fact um, yeah man so so it's definitely a good time but i overdid it voice wise um even though yeah, we were did. we were fully mic'd and everything outside but you just kind of feel like you have to mm-hmm. project more yeah the sound gets i think the sound gets just swallowed up by all the open air a yeah. lot at least it feels like it yep. and so yeah i can see why you would have uh maybe pushed yourself a little more yep and i felt it so the next couple of days after i basically for the most part didn't talk um, because that's mm. the took number a vow one oh, of go ahead. silence. Yep. I said you took a vow of silence. Yep. Unofficially. Yep. Cause that's the best way for your voice to heal. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, I was drinking a lot of nice hot tea, honey, mm-hmm. honey, citrus mint tea and stuff like that, which is best for your voice. Um, a lot of people like, it's difficult for people to understand when, it's it's something where you're in a profession that requires the use of your voice so right. much, and both my jobs require it. Yeah, um, it, it's it's difficult for people to understand like how much you really need to take care of your voice. Yeah, um, and you don't even really I don't I don't even think most of us understand how much it affects life when yeah. we can't we either we can't or we don't use our voice. I remember a number of years ago. Um, I actually did a, a, a speaking fast mm, at, at yeah. uh, I was working at a church as a worship leader and uh, a youth pastor, and I was even working at a YMCA and just my schedule that week worked out to where I could do this. Just, I did, I fasted from speaking and I had a little notepad and I would write down my thoughts to people and, you know, you really discovered who wanted to talk to you and actually was your friend and who was like, uh, you know what, this is a little too tough. I'm going to move on <laughs> to someone who can talk to me because yeah. some people would read what you wrote. Like I went to a board meeting and I had a notepad and then I had like a couple people, they were willing to read what I wrote during the board meeting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was quite a, I don't know. It really gave me a little perspective on what a, a very small, uh, I don't know. I was slice. Uh, a slice of the perspective that God goes through just in his, almost his vow of silence and in, in some ways where, you know, we don't usually hear the voice of God. So yeah. he has to find other ways to communicate with us and connect with us. So it was, 
it's a it can be a it can be a spiritual experience and it can be nice to to just not talk yeah it's 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 interesting for sure thankfully like i i i set it up to where i really didn't have to go anywhere um i just yeah. stayed at home so it's not like i was running into situations where i had to be forced to talk or deal with a situation where i wasn't talking and they're right. like what's up with this guy um <laughs> awkward <laughs> Um, so yeah, for a couple of days, I, I basically just didn't talk. Um, you should have, uh, taken up some mime classes or something. That would have been, that would have been fun. For those who are audio listeners, Mark just did his best mime impression. Yep, it was a, a seven out of 10. Yeah. I can't say I was perfect at it, <laughs> but none of us are. Um, amen, brother. <laughs> amen. But, uh, but yeah, so been just trying to. Be careful with, yeah. with the voice and everything, and because um, it's still even now like um, talking for great length. Like I start to feel this tightness in my yeah. throat. Um, so, but I mean, if you think about it, like if you you know mess up your knee or your leg or something like that, sprain a muscle or or break a leg or something like that, you don't walk on it, right? Or at least right. you try not to. Same, you try not to. Same idea with your voice. Because, um, I mean, your vocal cords, I mean, they're muscles. So yeah. you got to be careful with that. Um, but, yeah, uh, so Easter was good. Spent time with my, my wife's side of the family, extended family, that we hadn't seen since November. Um, because you were due. We, yeah, because we saw them just before Thanksgiving. And then we got COVID. And then... Um, you know, just it's just been too long. So right, uh, we yeah. spent Easter with them. They actually came up to this area, and uh, we went to my father and mother in law's house and, and spent the time with them, which was great. Um, uh, also, on some IRL stuff, some things I've been watching. First off, uh, watched Godzilla versus Kong. Ooh, who won? Yes. <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's the answer i was looking for it was now did I, you go in rooting for uh were you rooting for uh uh a, what are they called kaijin I think. Uh, kaiju kaiju sorry i don't yeah. know where kaijin came from but kaiju so were you were you rooting for one i was and i will forever stand on this pedestal who or am, which or what i am team godzilla all the all way right I'm with yep. you, brother. Team Godzilla all the way as well. Kong is a powerful, but just a giant monkey. Like, yeah, come on. Godzilla is a giant freaking lizard who is nuclear. He shoots a laser beam from his mouth. <laughs> There's no way. That's like Superman versus Batman, which I know you would disagree, but really, in terms of like pound for pound, Godzilla's got it just like Superman has it over Batman. But I'm sure King Kong was smart like Batman, and he found a way... He uh, he had his utility belt or something, and without getting into spoilers, he did. I know. I don't know. I mean, I know a little (laughs) more than I lead on, but it 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 looks like a fun movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. It it very much it knew what kind of movie it was, and I thought it was great. My wife and I very much enjoyed it. Um, Had a fun time with it. Um, Also, on the things I've been watching front. Um, I've been watching uh, a little show on um, on Amazon Prime called Invincible. 
I've heard about that. Yeah, uh, which for the uninitiated is basically a, um, it's a, an animated superhero show. It's very much, very much an adult cartoon. Not like, in terms of like sex and nudity or anything, but it's very up there in terms of language and blood. Yeah, some mature content. Yeah, um, but um, it's uh, made by. Well, it's based. It's based on the comic book that was made by Robert Kirkman, the same guy yep. who does The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm very much enjoying that show. Cool. It's it's awesome. Um, uh, it's one of those shows where it's it's a week to week kind of thing, so it's not like you can binge it. But um, I think they're on. They're coming up on episode five right now. So I'm. I'm not sure how many episodes in the season there are, but like I was, I was actually behind, and I binged it, and I was like sorely disappointed when I was like, "Oh, really? oh it's week to week." No, no, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I was ready to just do it. You're ready to just blow through all of it. Yep, but and uh, it was but not no. possible. Yeah, but no, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I, I very much enjoy the show. Um, cool. Cool. On the gaming side of things. Um, Still playing some Apex, but also what? Crazy yeah, surprise! 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 Surprise, surprise! Surprise! But um, this past week, um, finally jumped into some VR gaming. There you go. Nice. Um, and uh, played episode one. Yes, episode one of Vader Immortal, um, which was pretty short, which was fine. I mean, they're they're episodic. Um, I don't know how many episodes there are of that game, but um, are they week I, to week also? No, I think they're. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I think they're all out already. Oh, okay. That game's been out for a while, but um, but yeah, I think I think no more than like an hour, hour and a half is good for me in terms of using VR. Yeah, I kind of feel like they have to make the VR episode shorter because yeah. they do want to encourage you to not overdo it. I know some people I'm sure try to play like normal uh, sessions of video games on in VR, but man, I know for me, I, I didn't last very long when I played it for yeah. the first couple times. Yeah. And I mean, you're standing up the whole time and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, I, thankfully I wasn't feeling too bad after I was done. That's good. Like, I'm just worried that like, I'm going to start feeling sick. Um, yeah. After a certain amount of time, so these are going to be shorter streams. Yeah. Um, so, so to the first episode, you said covered episode one, or wait, yeah. it it was it was episode one. It didn't cover episode one of no, not the movie Star Wars. No. What what did uh? Is there anything that you can give just a a taste of what what does it cover? Like, is it? Uh, from... So it's its own, it's its own original story. Oh okay. Um, Vader is very much in it. At several uh, points. I would, I would imagine. <laughs> I would hope. Um, Vader is very tall. Yeah. <laughs> I found myself having heard. to like look up several times. Um, but no, Vader is basically after a particular thing, like a MacGuffin. Um, oh, okay. That your character is able to in some way access. Hmm. So you don't you don't play as Vader? You do not. Oh, really? I thought you got to play as Vader. Interesting. No, you play as an original character. 
Ah, uh, gotcha. The OG. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to go into it too much. But uh, all right, fair enough. But I, I mean the the gameplay and and everything was was great. Um, this weekend I'll be playing um, Super Hot. Super Hot. Yes. I've actually uh, never even played that. I've just heard people say that so many times, including <laughs> you. So I thought I'd just beat you to the punch. Yep. Um, I figured you would, so I, I gave you that space. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll be playing that this weekend. Um, also, a nice little item arrived today. I purchased an Xbox Series S. Ooh, you mean yep. a Game Pass box? Yep. This yep. little Game Pass box right here. Oh, for those the old Game Pass box. Can't, can't nice. see it at the moment. I'm, I can't I'm see it. It's hiding behind a PS5, which, <laughs> you know, does makes sense. This, given thing is, the this thing is tiny. Your enormity. Yeah. It is so tiny. Like, I took it out it's of the like box. It's like a coaster. Like, Can, what the heck? Put your coffee on that. It's got a little coaster on top of it for your coffee or drink of choice. Yeah, and I mean, the air is blowing out. It'll keep the coffee warm and everything. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, but um, uh, I set everything up with it. I started to play Outriders a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't gotten too far in that yet. Um, like, I'm very much very early game. Um, and then I kind of had to shut it off. So yeah, um, but I, uh, I need to know real quick. I haven't. I have downloaded the demo, never played it, then deleted it off my PlayStation. But <laughs> do you actually ride anything in Outriders? Is that a is that a thing? Or uh... I have not experienced it. Okay, because I haven't. I I think that'd be cool if they had like a riding game, like a third person shooter riding game where you ride like horses, or just any creature. That'd be cool. Just saying, cool. throwing that out there for Sony for Sony. Not that Sony made anything. Throw <laughs> it out there. Who made that? Uh, I forget their names. That's a good question. I don't remember Dude, who made it. Come on, writers. come on. I need a Mark fact. Yeah, well, but Mark fact. You guys who here. developed it, make it a real riding game where you ride stuff the whole time. This is true. It's uh... like it's like it starts with an F, doesn't it? Uh, people can fly. Fly. That's what I was looking for. Yep. <laughs> people yeah, can in fly. With yeah. Square Enix. That's right. Very good. I just want to know what they're riding towards or to. So you let us know. Keep us up to date on out. the old outriders. Yep. They're riding out. Yep. But um, yeah, I think yeah, that is about it. That's for, it for me. That's all hmm. she wrote. All right. Let's Lucas, how was... Thanks for uh, sharing. Yeah. How was your week, man? Let's see. So I guess IRL in the real life phase, it's been a little, it's a little bit of the, a little bit of the struggle bus. Um, uh, we're still in lockdown. Like Brazil is not doing well. I don't know how many people watch the news. I don't actually have to watch the news because I hear people talk about it and you know, my my wife live keeps up on the news. I live the news here in Brazil, so <laughs> I don't know that overall it's as bad as maybe the news maybe uh, Americans are getting. Or uh, I know there have been some some lockdowns and things still going on in Europe. Um, uh, I don't know, but here in Brazil, it's like we're in the. I'm in Sao Paulo. I'm in the capital uh, of the state of Sao Paulo, which is one of the biggest states in population and such and 
it's the epicenter. I mean, it's where COVID kind of started spreading in Brazil. So yeah, it's, it's the worst area of it. Um, it's actually, you know, it's been a full year and, you know, we do have people getting vaccines and stuff, but it's moving slow. Like it's mm. super slow this week. Mindy said that three of her teacher friends got the vaccine, at least the first, the first shot of two, I think. Yeah. Um, they're only giving it to teachers over 47 or 47 and older, which I thought was totally random. Like, who, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the, it's the average age, I guess, or they threw it a dartboard and said, Pick okay, 47 and above. Yeah. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Let's see. <laughs> yeah. They have a little 47 and above you win. So hoping she's going to be on the list next. Um, the kids and I, we don't, we don't look to have the vaccine until 2022, most likely. Um, and so unless we fly back to the U S get ourselves the vaccine and then come back to Brazil, it's very unlikely we're going to get the the vaccine until 2022. So we'll see how, how it goes. It is crazy, but yeah, we're in lockdown. I'm with the fam 24 seven. Uh, and that's until the end of April, which is actually a blessing in disguise. Because we are gearing up to move. Yeah. Uh, just found out today that the contract has been drafted. We have our uh, top people looking at it, checking out the contract, make sure the owner's not trying to cheat us. Uh, no, just having, you know, doing our due diligence. It's kind of scary to do anything legal to sign any documents in a foreign country. Yeah. When, like, you know, legal language in the US and English is kind of crazy and convoluted sometimes it's even worse in another language so <laughs> there's a lot of loopholes and a lot of things that people can do so we have we have friends in our church that are lawyers and they're checking out you know our contract but we should be signing next week nice. um, the 20, 24th of april saturday is going to be our official move-in day but the owner's nice enough to let us uh starting that uh the monday before to start just taking boxes and filling up the house with boxes uh we'll be setting some stuff up leading up the week before. And then uh, on that Saturday, we'll pretty much just be taking the big stuff like refrigerator, washer, dryer, dishwasher, all the, all the large appliances and uh, furniture. So it's exciting. Nice. We're going to have, we're going to have a, a, a yard. We're going to have places like at least half a dozen places to hang a hammock. Uh, we're going to have a pizza oven. As I've told you guys, uh, a, a brick grill. Uh, I'm going to spend a lot of time outside. I think it's going to help because I have major cabin fever. Yeah. Like, I am inside n- most of the time. Like, right. It's nuts. Now, question for you. Yep. So for, for those who are, and this is kind of inside baseball type stuff, Let's you're, in, you're in the living room, aren't you, at your house I am. currently? I am in the living room. Are you going to be able to get a room specifically for podcasting and such? Uh, stuff? I don't think I am. Bummer. It's a, okay. Yeah. Like all the upgrades are outside the house. Uh, like the house okay. itself is not that much bigger than what, I mean, the living room's bigger. Um, I might try to create a space. We do have some areas of the house where I won't have a room dedicated to podcasting, but I might be able to create like, a podcasting space a where space. I maybe have some stuff in the background or, yeah. but I'll, I'll be able to figure that out once we, once we get settled. Um, but yeah, no, there are actually funnily enough, there were a number of houses that we visited that had a, like a bonus room or an office room. And every time either my kids or my wife would be like, 
podcast room and i'm like i know wouldn't that be cool but it didn't work out so yeah no, <laughs> no. didn't happen so yeah better luck next time we're hoping there won't be a next time for a while we're hoping yeah. to stick with this house for a long time it's going to be a great place for my kids to to grow up and to get a dog and and just to uh be just a few minutes from school and a few minutes from a lot of friends and families that we uh that we want to get to know with and walk with as much as we can in the midst of all this pandemic craziness. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much been real life is slowly little by little packing up, uh, working and studying and being at home with my family 24 seven, trying to spin those plates. And uh, that's much, that's a, that's about it in the real life sector in gaming. Um, not really much has been going on too. I've, I've been playing some of the usuals been playing, uh, Diablo three with, uh, Chris Kerwin, our old Canadian rock friend that, uh, that I play with early in the morning. That cat gets up at 4 AM. Yeah. I wake up and I see notifications from him at like four or five in the morning that, yep. (laughs) That stuff's been going on. Stuff's been going down. Yeah. He, uh, he's been Twitch streaming shout out to, uh, Chris, the rock. You definitely check out his Twitch channel. If you're an early riser or you live in Europe or Asia, where it's actually late morning or afternoon when he gets on, please check him out. He, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's not the most talkative guy, but we talk together during the entire stream. So you can join us in on the conversation, but we've been playing Diablo three. It's been really fun. Um, it's been, it's been the first time in a long time that I've played a, uh, a game that has a story and I've not played a single bit of attention to it. It was really funny. Like one of the first sessions that we had where we started playing, we made our characters, we jumped in. And when you play the game, like you can, you both control the tech speed. Like it's, it's shared. So I was ready to start reading or start listening to what the characters had to say. I, I mean, I've played through the game. I've platinum the game on uh, PS3, but I'm always up for a good story. And yeah. all of a sudden the the words just start blowing by. Like but it up oh, it does that thing where they say like the first syllable and then it just skips to the next one. Oh yeah. It's like, whoa, what did I press something? And Chris is like, <laughs> We we can just skip this, right? I'm like, Yeah, man, that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm all right with that. It's I mean, with the Diablo, it's really all about the loot. Uh and then we're we're mo- more than likely I'm definitely going for the platinum trophy. It's like a seventy hour plat, so mm. it will take some time, but it's one that you can just spread out over time and then just getting to, to conversate with my old buddy uh, up there in Canada, hang out with him, talk about life, talk about family, um, talk about God, talk about coffee because we drink a lot of that uh, early in the morning. So it's a, it's a good time. Nice. Yeah. The other thing we I've been doing is rocket league which I know, oh, man. you know, is my apex as yeah. you know. And uh, we hit season three this past week, and I've been working on getting re-ranked in competitive and the extra modes. And let me tell you, it's a slog. Mm. Did they did they only somewhat recently start with seasons? Because I feel like with how long that game's been out, it should be later should, than season three. It should be, but they actually they started it when they went free to pray. Free to pray. <laughs> We're all free to pray. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. Rocket League's not the only one. Everyone's free to pray. But uh, no, in September of last year, they went free to play, and uh, that's when the season started. So they started following the free to play. Whatever it's the concept. Wow. 
model paradigm yeah. shifting thing. Shifting, get it, cars. <laughs> Anyways, anywho, but I'm. Uh, yeah, so this season is all about NASCAR and Formula One, and I couldn't care any less about that. Mm. Really, I couldn't. Like, my kids are like, oh, that's cool. Look at that. Look at that thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't well, want to anyway. buy the season pass. Anywho, <laughs> let's continue. I mean, they, they did some cool updates. They made the trade-in really easy now where you can, uh, before you had, like, you'd pick something to trade in. Like, for so many items, like five of one type of item, you can trade in to get uh, an, one item that's one level higher. And I mean, these items are like paint jobs and tires and goal explosions which are my personal favorite i actually instead of buying the season pass i i uh, paid a little bit of extra dough to get a goal explosion that you know in rocket league normally when you score a goal it blows everybody away from the goal yeah and this this goal explosion actually implodes and it sucks everybody in and makes them disappear oh it's, uh, okay it's really cool it's like the gravity explosion the gravity black uh, hole explosion black hole yeah yeah it's uh it's really cool i already had some credits and i had the blueprint so i just gave a little i want you know what i've i've played now 200 hours of this game and had paid zero dollars and so it came on to ps plus it's free to play now i was like you know what i bought last season i'm gonna give them a little more a little more cash because i think they deserve it so yeah man that's how we are yeah. with apex we we yeah. like Man, we've gotten so many hours of fun out of this. Like, yeah, let's 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 toss some shekels to them and and no and doubt show appreciation. So yeah, shekels. How did you find that? On did you get like a shekels uh, shekels card on uh, eBay or Amazon? Some kind of. I mean, tossing the shekels at the <laughs> Rocket League. We're I mean we're, we're students of the Bible here, so you know that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not about to drop a drachma on Rocket League, but maybe it would have to. Uh, it depends. It depends it's, on the season. If they, it's not if, a literal shekel, a metaphorical shekel. Oh, right, right. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but yeah, besides that, uh, I don't. One question I wanted to ask you: as a man who sometimes plays online with randos, mm-hmm. how does it feel when either you uh, one of two scenarios? You're you're moving in a grooving with a rando, and you're like you kind of get like to liking them, and then they all of a sudden drop off the match, or they just stop playing, or I don't know. There's lots of things that can happen. That's that's when it just becomes par for the course because it's like, oh, okay, so you are a regular rando. I, I yeah. didn't I didn't like, find uh, a diamond in the rough. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well, you know, shame yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, I mean. It, I mean, that is kind of leading on, like, oh man, you couldn't, you couldn't have followed all the way through here. Yeah, um, exactly. especially like with Apex, um, the the big issue is when when people get downed or killed, um, you have the opportunity to revive. Yeah, them, to bring them back. Bring them back. Exactly. Um, and these guys, like, they get knocked and immediately they quit. Ugh, like that's and that's what happens on Rocket League. <laughs> you you go into a match, and especially with this competitive, you have to play f- 10 matches in order to get a ranking. And there are some people that they will, they will, you know, they'll be on your team and they'll be playing. Then you go down by one, sometimes two, and they immediately want to forfeit. Yeah. And if you don't forfeit right away, they just leave the match. And it's just like... And then, and then there have been times when we've come back. I've come back with two, like one other person, 
and we've won. And I've been like, see, you should have stuck around. Oh, yeah. There's been plenty of times where we've had a guy quit and then we've won. And like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't count for them at that point. No, it shouldn't. That would be <laughs> a travesty. They ditched. Yep. They gave up. So they give up their chance for a win. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I understand your pain. Yeah, I figured you would. I figured you would. I really don't like randos right now because they've been they've been making the this season's experience with Rocket League pretty rough. But uh, but it's it's just it's so strange because I didn't have this last season. Like it didn't happen very much. I I feel like I was able for the most part to play matches, to go into competitive, go into you know Rumble, my favorite extra mode, and you know not worry about it. It's weird. Yeah. You know, you know what else is weird stories so I've the news news stories stories yeah. our topic in fact is weird it's a good transition that's right. right there that's right folks <laughs> we are talking about weird news stories Weird stories, weird stuff. Brought to you by Mark. <laughs> Brought to you by the world. Brought to you by humanity. Because <laughs> the world is a weird place. Yes, it is. Yeah, people do silly things, especially in uh, America. Because the, I don't know, it's just... Something in the water. <laughs> it's just exquisite what some people do. Exquisite. Um, That's such a nice thing to say. <laughs> what you're doing is so exquisite. Yeah, I guess it's a nice way of putting it. But um, yeah, it just when I was trying to search out some something to something to talk about. Yeah, let's give them something to talk about. Yeah. How about weird stories? How about weird stories? I don't even know how you can connect that to that song. <laughs> stories. Thanks, yeah. Bonnie Raitt. Um, yep. You're the best. So, yeah, uh, immediately just talking about all the, all the weird news that goes on. And what really surprised me is that a whole bunch of different sites have spots dedicated to weird or odd news. They do. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's literally a section on their website. Yeah, like, there's so much of it to choose from. You can just dedicate a, a website or five to it. For example, uh, HuffPost, the Huffington Post, has a whole section mm. dedicated to it. Um, and so uh, I guess I'm just going to go right ahead and go into it. Yeah, um, give me, give us one. Let's talk about it. So here's a recent one um, that's kind of a jerk move um, on this guy's part, but... Um, so this, this guy in Georgia, uh, he was fired from his job, uh, but he was looking for his last paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, he was waiting on that and, and the, uh, the employer was holding out on giving him his last paycheck and it was like a thousand dollars, something like that. Whoa. And that's so cool. he, he actually, um, reported this employer to whatever business I don't know, Better Business Bureau or, or local, something local, Georgia local things. Whoever is in charge of labor uh, in, this, in the state of Georgia. 
And uh, so he he basically reported this guy, and so he was forced to pay him. However, uh, he paid his uh, former employee all in pennies. A thousand dollars in pennies. And not only did he pay them, pay the man in pennies, he paid him in oil-covered pennies. He oil covered covered. all the pennies in some sort of oily substance. Ew. And attached to that note literally was, uh, it literally just said, F you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. And so we have an alphabet man here. Just throwing random letters at people. Foo? What's foo? Foo? (laughs) I know Kung Fu. (laughs) Um, no, but yeah, it was, it was, a, it was technically his paycheck was $915, which equals out to 91,515 coins. Now, how many banks did this guy have to go to well, to get all these pennies? How does that even work? Hey, yeah. is there a penny store? Like, Hey, I'd like to exchange money for pennies. Yeah. I don't know where the employer got all those pennies from. Um, and whoever gave them to him should be like fired. <laughs> I almost uh-huh. wanted to say shot, but that's too harsh. Yeah, that um, might be a little harsh. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he uh, dropped it off at his at his uh, his driveway. Ninety one thousand five hundred fifteen coins, weighing All about right. five hundred four pounds, and like I said again, uh, covered in this oily substance. Yeah, I want you know what we should do. We need to rate the weirdness of the stories that we're talking about because that one. Like that one at first was just like, all right, a bunch of pennies, but then covered in oil. Yeah, just to make just to that make notches it up a bit. Yeah, I would give that a. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I would give it a. I'd give it a seven and a half out of ten on the weirdness Richter scale. I would. I would give it so probably. Oil. Probably a six and a half or seven. I would all right. say. All right. Yeah, it was out of five, and then the oil kicks it up a notch. Well, yeah. It's like, all right, you gave him a bunch of pennies. That's kind of weird and crazy. But this story's not over yet. Oh, there's more. There oh, this more. might this might notch it up. It's still the same story. So, so all right. Who comes to it. the rescue? But Coinstar. Coinstar. <laughs> what? He was able to cash all of those pennies out uh, through Coinstar, and was able to get uh, paper money that way. Um, and so they accept oily money, apparently. Oily well, coins. no, the guy actually had to clean every okay. single that makes penny sense. off before he did it. And so he's like, yeah, he was doing it a little at a time uh, every night, just trying to clean it off to where it was enough to where he could be able to, to exchange wouldn't it. Just, wouldn't just slip out of your hands. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, Coinstar... Showed up big time and took all those pennies, which he right. had in like this big old wheel- wheelbarrow that apparently flattened the wheels on it. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did. That's crazy. Uh, but all right, that's very that's very uh, trifling. I got a I got a weird story for you. Go for it. Let's see how weird we think this is. Um, did you know this? Just this this news kind of came around some time ago. I don't have a date on it. And I don't even have a reference, but, and and I don't even know how to pronounce the city. 
in Japan. I have to be really careful how I pronounce this. But if you ever want to visit <laughs> Fukuoka, Japan, <laughs> it's F-U-K-U-O-K-A. I had oh, to so really like think about this. Oh, so like what you wrote this. on that note. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to visit F-U Japan. No. Fuku, Fukuoka, Japan, on a budget, there's a hotel that, that will have you covered. You can stay for a paltry 100 yen a night. That is about one U.S. dollar. And this is the catch. Visitors must agree to let the hotel live stream their stay on its YouTube channel. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> so more than half a million viewers have tuned in to watch people sip tea, read, and once watch a guest attempt to play Twister by himself. I'm so glad it was Twister by himself because th <laughs> things could get weird a lot of things i'm you sure do by yourself now they do say the bathroom is private that's but. good that's real good because i feel like that that borders along on the lines of you know being illegal yeah, i don't know Florida how works like, there, but. i mean it's i guess if you sign the paper and you give permission for people to but they yeah, live stream their hotel stay so that's... there you go mark would you do that <sighs> no no. no, it's a hard pass. Yeah, especially if I was like with my wife or something like that. No, yeah, that, that would get awkward. Yeah, it could get awkward, especially if they had a purple mattress. It would be like, whoa, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Well, well I wasn't going in that direction, awkward. but just like you know, privacy uh, on you know on behalf of my wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, my wife totally wouldn't let me do it. But I would totally do it. I wouldn't care. I'm like, I guess you, if it was get? by myself, yeah, uh, maybe. Like it's, it's your call. If you want to watch it, you watch. I'll, you know, I'll still do what I'm gonna do. I have nothing to hide. And uh, if if I really want to like go crazy, I'll just leave. It's not like they lock you in the hotel room and you have to do everything there. You yeah. can leave and go places. Well, what the what the creepiest part is is like obviously you've got to go to sleep. And so That's there true. Are people overnight. Watching you sleep. Exactly. And that's, so, yeah, so that, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, like the, the creepy sayings you could say to people, like, you, you you smell different when you are awake. I don't know. Like something about, like, <laughs> I remember like that. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, you, you're not what I imagine. You, you, you look different when you're awake. I don't know. Just like, yeah, people watching you sleep. I don't know how much. I know how much I snore sometimes that could be that could that could get people <laughs> turning off the stream. Let's watch the lawnmower for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What's another story you got, Mark? Uh, OK, so uh, next story here is interestingly enough. Did you know now at this very moment, a piece of the Wright Brothers plane is on Mars? What? Really? Yeah. I did not know this. So, NASA's experimental Martian helicopter holds a small swatch of fabric from the 1903 Wright Flyer. The uh, the helicopter, which was uh, which is named Ingenuity, that's the NASA helicopter, mm -hmm. hitched a ride to the to to Mars with the Perseverance rover, which arrived last month. Yeah, and. Uh, so right now, on Mars is a piece of American history. Hmm. 
I don't know what what led them to decide to bring that. Yeah, like did I don't know, like do they have just extra fabric from from the plane just laying around or did they, like someone sneak into Smithsonian and just like pss, get a little piece of it? <laughs> what 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 could we put in this thing? What do we yeah. want to carry around? Are we Are we close to Kitty Hawk right now? <laughs> yeah, let's go check it out. Like is it is it like uh like is it patched in or did they put it on like the little little mirror like the dice for you know Millennium Falcon like is there just a little fabric hanging from the rearview mirror of the of the helicopter is it you uh, say it's a helicopter what's it called again yeah the the helicopter itself is called the yeah. ingenuity yeah the ingenuity yeah right. uh let me see here that's cool though um as the Swatch made the 300 million mile journey to Mars with the blessing of the Wright brothers' great grandniece and great grandnephew. <laughs> okay. That's a reach. Great grand cousin and great grand third cousin. Oh, and apparently also, um, as they were doing their research for this story, apparently a fragment of the, of the wood from the Wright flyer um, actually went to the moon. The moon. Oh, they like they toss it out the window on the way. Just let it land there. Sure. On the moon. <laughs> it's on the moon. Yeah, they took it. Uh, they took it for the Apollo Eleven landing. Apparently. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So I don't know. Huh. Sure, it's it's some sort of flight, I guess. I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. To to take that to Mars, but but yeah, it's there right now. Piece there it of is. Aviation history. Mm-hmm. All right. On the I plane. forgot to. We forgot to rate our uh, voyeurism YouTube. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's eight would, out of ten right there. Yeah, eight out of ten. A hard, a hard eight, if not an eight and a half out of ten. I'll, I'll do an eight out of ten because you can kind of, you can get around the weirdness by just not being weird yourself. Yeah. But it's still, it's still like signing your life away. Uh, and then in terms of the. Uh, I don't know. Taking the the piece of the right flyer is that what it's called? Yep. To I I kind of think that's kind of actually kind of cool. Like it's very symbolic. So on a weirdness scale, I'd probably only give it like a five. Yeah, I I get that. I find I, I find it to be kind of cool to to it's do just, that meaningful kind of thing. It just to me just kind of struck me as kind of random. Like yeah, that is kind of random. Like of all the things, right, brothers? Yeah. All right. All right. You got any more? Uh, yeah, I actually have a, another airplane-related, another aviation-related weird news. So this past summer, as in the summer of 2020, yeah, Songshan Airport in downtown Taipei, they allowed 60 passengers the chance to check in, collect boarding passes, clear security, and wait at their gate and board a China Airline Airbus. Do you know what the plane's destination was at this time last year? In, in the summer, when the pandemic was at its height. Wuhan? Nowhere. Yeah, nowhere? Wuhan. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was it was destination nowhere. The groups were the lucky winners of a contest that let people role play a day at the airport. And they satisfied their nostalgia for a time when air travel was still a fun and easy prospect. Once the passengers boarded, their trip came to an anticlimactic end. After being greeted by flight attendants buckling up and sitting on the tarmac, they deplaned and went home. The end. <laughs> what a prize, right? People you won a bored. prize. 
that's it. Uh, that's like all those people that play like truck driving simulator or or <laughs> yeah. games like that, like just to experience that in a weird way. I mean, I yeah. guess I understand the fondness of of normalcy, um, but of all the things you could try to be nostalgic for, going and staying in an airport. Yeah, sixty people entered a contest. Like they had to go out of their way to like were the I feel bad if it was like just sixty one people wanted to do it and then that one person that just didn't quite make it. They're like, dang, it's so close to eating those peanuts, those little bags of peanuts and pretzels or whatever they give on at the Songshan Airport. Yeah, so close to to getting in a really smelly airplane. Oh yeah, and breathing in that circulated air that would probably give me COVID. <laughs> Having to use that horrible lavatory bathroom. Yeah. People is there a, a is is there anything like when you were at the height of of the pandemic when we were like super locked down last year? Was there anything that you just were like, man, I, it's so simple, but I wish I could just do it right now. Um, just being able to, I mean. At the time, sitting down at a restaurant, um, yeah, that's true, was something that I kind of missed out on quite a bit. Um, just because you know, you know us, we go to La Coretta every week, yeah. Um, and so, um, we had to like order out and stuff like that, yeah. You had we would get it, La Coretta on the go, yeah, your oldest dumb ago, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we actually, I mean, we had a surge in cases, but like here in this part of Virginia, it's not near as bad as other parts of the country. Um, so, I mean, we definitely had lockdowns for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just kind of weird because I was technically considered essential staff being in the auto So you didn't, you didn't get the full experience. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, my wife did, because she actually um, worked from home for a little while. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I had to go out every day. Um, yeah. So, there was no there was no quarantine for me, except for when I got COVID. <laughs> yes, then you definitely were feeling it. Yep. Yeah, for me, uh, the two things I've wanted to do most in life that really are still not something that are encouraged or that I could do is go to a movie theater and hug people. Like, of course I can hug my family, but I just, I like, I mean, I've been in Brazil for now almost nine years and it's a, it's a way of life. Like you hug people, like you hug strangers that are, you know, you have a connection maybe because you go to the same church or you, I don't know, whatever they, people will find a connection to have and they just, they hug it out and it's, and it's awesome. It's an awesome way to live. Um, not every, it's not for everyone. I know Ronnie, especially he'd be like, Nope, no, thanks. I'm not going to be in you too as well. Maybe like, Hey, yo, <laughs> let's just do a little head nod. Okay, good. But, uh, man, I love to hug and I, and I missed it. A lot. I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it. hugging. Yeah, that's good. It's good to know. I'll be giving you a long 20-second hug when we see each other next. Good. For sure. Good. Good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Let's see. We each covered uh, two stories. Do we want to do some uh, some joiner 
news. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's uh, actually... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Did you, did you want me to... Uh, <laughs> like the bulk of our of our yes. joiner questions. It was almost unanimous. <laughs> what a... Uh... Everybody was like, you gotta do Florida, man. You gotta do That is do correct. It. And yeah, it's basically become a meme. And a lot of things out of Florida, the crazy things that they do, all the weird headlines... It's like, I don't understand how you guys can be so insane down there, but but here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, all right, so let me get this pulled back up. Okay. Uh, first off, Florida man survives alligator attack by poking at its eyes. He was left with 65 stitches. <laughs> that sounds like barely survival to me. 65 yeah. stitches? That's like... They had to reattach some fingers or a hand or something. Here's the thing. So the guy, his name is uh, Mark Johnson. He's 61. This was last year. These are all 2020 stories. Of course. Um, He's lived his entire life around alligators. And that's why he was so surprised when one tried to grab him and drag him into a canal. Uh, He managed to get the gator to to let go of his leg by digging both of his index fingers into the reptile's eye sockets. Gators got to eat. I mean, what are you? What are you gonna do? Survival of the fittest. I suppose. I feel like you're you're just asking for that someday. If you're around dangerous animals all the oh, time. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, we we were. You know, I I can't remember. I think you might have been in middle school, and I think I was in high school when uh, uh who were those performers that had a pet? uh siberian tiger white tiger that it attacked it's like not simon and garfunkel it's like uh uh siegfried and roy yeah siegfried and roy one of them got attacked by uh, their white tiger for one during one of their performances in vegas you just can't can't mess with that stuff that's a ticking time bomb there yeah for sure and like like you know rest in peace steve Irwin. like oh yeah like he was constantly literally playing with fire yeah. Uh, every time he would get around a lot of those creatures, and uh, you know, unfortunately, it it really got to him in the end. Unfortunately, um, yeah. Even though he insisted all the time, you know, everything he was doing was completely safe and all this kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, but you're you're poking the bear or the alligator or the stingray, which unfortunately stingray. that's what yep. that's what killed him. That's what got him. Um, so, eesh. um, so along that lines, uh, along that line, I should say, uh, Florida man, leopard mauls a man who paid one hundred and fifty dollars for a full contact experience at a backyard zoo. <laughs> Case in point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's why backyard zoos are not a good idea. If if you have people working there that will allow you to interact face to face with the animals for two hundred and fifty dollars, um, yeah, that's not good. That's that's trouble in the making. All right, Florida man and the law. Florida man buys a Porsche with a check printed from his home computer. 
In addition to purchasing a Porsche 911 Turbo from a dealership in Destin, Florida, oh my gosh, the man also tried to buy Rolex watches in Miramar Beach with a bad check. <laughs> wow, I mean, you can't, you know, he gets an A for effort. I think that's that's impressive that he that you said he pulled it off with the with the Porsche. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he Printed actually got the he actually got the Porsche. I mean, technology has surely come a far way, a long way. I mean, who still uses checks? Do you use checks? I do not. It's no, been a not long really. Time. I I encounter them at my job because uh, people do still pay with checks. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember the last time I filled out. Excuse me, a check. Right. And maybe that's how he got away with it, just because nobody really uses it. So the people are just like, oh. Okay, well, yeah, you know, yeah. I've check. deposited that checks, works. but that's about it. Yeah, that's crazy though. To just hey, let me get the let me write a check for a Porsche. It's not very common, <laughs> but if he played the part right, he just he pulled that that old wool over their eyes, and I bet you that was a fun ten minutes or however long he got to drive that baby around for one shining moment. Yeah, and then the check bounced. <laughs> Like a rubber ball. Yikes. Uh, or, or it didn't even bounce. It was just like, this isn't real. This <laughs> <laughs> like can't bounce because it has to be real in order to bounce. Yep. 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 Florida man tries to escape cops by stripping naked. Ribeyes fall out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> See that 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 just that made sense until the ribeyes fell out of his pants. And then it's like, wait, what? What am I? What am yeah, I reading? Police say the uh, this 28-year-old man stole four packs of ribeye steaks valued at $41.24. Was it worth <laughs> it? Doubt it. $41.24. Complete humiliation of having to strip down naked to run from a grocery store. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's payoff there. Nope. Florida man attacks a tow truck driver with a pair of nunchucks. That sounds very legitimate. Uh, the man was defending his Kia Spectra, of all things. From... Oh, I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> I'm going to defend my Dodge Stratus with my nunchucks. You got your ninja skills? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he was defending his Kia Spectra from being towed in a Tallahassee parking garage. Florida man attacked the truck driver with a pair of nunchucks and fled the scene. <laughs> Jeez. He couldn't <laughs> even defend his Kia Spectra's honor. He just, he tried and then he ran. <laughs> I wonder if the tow truck guy had like a bigger weapon. You know, those guys run into some, and I mean, being in Florida... He's going to be prepared for Florida man to come after him. Yeah, so. absolutely. Like there was that one time where they had that guy with the the bath salts, I think. He was like high on bath salts and was like eating people. Oh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, indeed. Um, and uh, here's, here's the last one. Uh, in Florida, cops called over a woman screaming for help. Turns out it was Florida man's pet parrot. Uh, it was screaming let me out let me out oh, oh my gosh oh. that's crazy <laughs> when some, uh, of those, some of those birds sound real 
Like I had a friend who, well, no, I had family actually that had a parrot and it's just sound like a real person. <laughs> Apparently they all had a good laugh over that. I'm sure they did. <laughs> sure they did. Well, thanks to, uh, let's see, Isaac Edland, Lord Zukor and Bagheera, hey. AKA Vic for keying us in on the old Florida man. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And that is, uh, I mean, that's it for me. You got any more? Uh, Bagheera did, uh, Vic did bring up a crate escape search for an Irishman who was mailed. Um, yeah, dude was trying to get, um, I believe to the States, um, to see family. Um, and so he decided to stow himself in a, a crate. Uh, so that he would As not one have does. to <laughs> would not have to pay the money uh, for shipping or for uh, flying. Uh, here, let me get the. This was in like 1965. Yeah. Just so people are not confused, because yeah. as Bagheera said, it's almost impossible for such things to happen today, like because of X-ray tech and tight security. But uh, Vic said he loves the fact that he ended up in America, and they were super chill to just send him back. Today's oh. time. That would have been bad. Yeah. Like you, you would okay. have been put in jail, that kind of stuff. Um, so he was trying to actually mail himself from Melbourne, Australia to London. Oh. Oops. And ended up in America. <laughs> Someone took the wrong the wrong turn. Yeah. Um, so his travel costs had been paid for by the Australian government government and he said he would have to pay about uh oh hold on a second nope wait for it never mind uh sorry about that did you read the wrong story yeah i'm trying to I, i read the story but i'm just trying to scan through the the important parts it's all good Okay, yeah, they he basically stowed into a wooden crate that was the size of a small fridge. Okay. And and so he I mean brought, that's quite a trip. Yeah. Like Australia to the US. Yeah. I mean it's 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 Australia to London would be a long trip, but like if they went towards that direction and then cut over to the US instead, that's extra man, an extra three or four hours at least that he wasn't planning on. That's dedication. You got to give it to him. Yeah, absolutely. So he had, um, he brought pillows, a flashlight, his suitcase, and two bottles. One for water and obviously one to pee. Obviously one for also bodily water. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden uh, he the plane landed and everything. And all of a sudden, he did not hear people with uh, British accents. He heard people with American accents. And he's like, what is going on? (laughs) This is not my stop. Nope. Can you forward me to London, please? Thank you. And so they did. They they sent him back. Sent him to London. Oh, they did send him to London? Yeah, they sent him back to London. Oh right, he was. Wait, was he trying to get to Australia? Or was he, he was trying, trying to, get... to get to London? So they sent him to where he ultimately needed to oh, go. Oh, well, that was nice of him. Yeah, 
but uh he actually ended up writing a book based on his experience hmm so because dude's like 70 years old now or something like that yeah but interesting uh, interesting pretty crazy and i would absolutely not do that no definitely not that would not be (laughs) fun or enjoyable whatsoever not at all um well, in in my research for weird news, I did want to represent my my old home state of West Virginia, and I found a a couple of news stories that are interesting. And actually, one of them is gaming related. Ooh! In, okay. in 2010, Microsoft banned a user from Xbox Xbox Live for using the phrase "Fort Gay" as his address. The company initially refused to believe. That in fact, Fort Gay is a town in West Virginia. <laughs> For those who don't know, gay means happy. And it actually had a non derogatory reference back in the day. And so <laughs> this kid got reinstated thanks to the mayor of Fort Gay who, who vouched for him. And uh, they issued a correction and he was able to stick with Xbox Live. So good on you, Microsoft, for, for correcting that. That is crazy. Yeah, good old West Virginia. Uh, The other one is, you know, I think, I think we just gotta. It wouldn't be a GMG without this. A man was once charged for assaulting a police officer by passing gas on him. (laughs) Back in two thousand eight, back in the olden days, a man in South Charleston was charged with assault for farting. The man had already been arrested on suspicion of drunken driving. Then police say he passed gas and then he fanned it in the direction of the officer. Is the that really said, assault, though? I mean, it, they can uh, charge. I mean, if it makes him throw up in his mouth, that could be a, that could be assault. It depends on how bad it was, I guess. Depends on what he ate. That must have been pretty impressive. Yeah. So <laughs> the assault charge was eventually dropped, though. Uh, okay. I mean, they had if he was if he was suspected of drunk driving and then they confirmed it i think that's a little worse than you know fair enough tooting on a a policeman true true yeah so there you go representing west virginia good job west virginia (laughs) good job oh the gas passers of west virginia yeah them gas passers and uh i did also read somewhere that apparently john denver and the writers of the song Country Roads never actually visited West Virginia. When they, actually, sorry, they had not visited West Virginia when originally they had written that song. It wasn't until afterwards that they visited West Virginia. That's disappointing. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, what? Did you see a picture? And you're just like, ah, Country Roads, take me home, West Virginia. Never been there, but it West sounds Virginia. Nice. Never been there. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> we got to change the words. That just doesn't sound right. But they did visit West Virginia eventually. Nice. Just not when they had written the song. So, all right. That's all I got. Nice, wanted nice. To, wanted to represent that old WV. I'm out as well. All right. Well, that's a wrap up for the weirdness we have to offer you today. Uh, you find joiners. Uh, just to, to have one more minute of your time in housekeeping where we offer towels, fluff, pillows, topped with Andy's candies, of course, and tip you off to the GMG GMG news you need to know. 
every Saturday uh, around 9 p.m.? That is correct. Yeah, Mark is streaming GMG Vradim. And uh, he's he's going to be playing that old classic this week, Super Hot. Indeed, and indeed. Playing, and playing some others throughout the month. Uh, so please join him on twitch.tv slash the good morning guys. Um, I have not been streaming during lunches because life is just life right now. And it yeah. is just not, it's messy and uh, busy and, and uh, all that jazz. But I may try to do some early morning ones with uh, Chris. So keep on the lookout. If you're up at four or five, six in the morning, and I won't you be. may find me playing Diablo. <laughs> you probably won't be, but someone might be in it's Europe true. or Asia. Uh, but if you don't feel like watching us play video games, you can play video games with us at the beginning of every month on the first Thursday of every month uh, here in a few weeks. The next one will be uh, on May 6th and you can join us for a Jackbox game night. So it should be a good time. The last one was really fun earlier here in April. And uh, seriously, if you don't have fun or even crack a smile, we will give you a free t-shirt. Whoa. (laughs) Putting it out there, just saying it's that fun. You will at least crack a smile. Uh, besides that, please rate, review, and uh, just share a little bit of feedback on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher, especially on Podchaser because rumor has it that Meals on Wheels has partnered with them, as we have also. And yep. for every review and rating you give us, just screen capture it, send it our way, uh, 50 cents will be donated to Meals on Wheels, and you will be given a kid uh, exactly what they need in the meal department. So uh, it's a win-win situation. Give us a little nice review. Tell us what you think. Throw some stars our way and uh, money goes towards them kids. That's what we're all about. So it's true. Helping out those kids. Uh, besides that, connect with us on Discord, Twitter. You can call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. All those things are, all those you know, numbers and links and all those things are in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We really just want your voice to be heard and we want to connect with you. Speaking of what should be heard, Mark, what have you got for us uh, before we share our next movies on the GMG MAFT 100 list? And now we proudly present to you, our faithful joiners, This Week in Movie History, a GMG production. Yes, sir. This week in movie history, a um, mm-hmm. couple of things I want to point out. Um, 2012, not too long ago, uh, the, this week, uh, The Avengers, the first Avengers, Hey-o. premiered uh, yeah. in theaters. Mm, it's awesome. making me hungry for a falafel. How about some shawarma? Some shawarma, yeah. Um. Yeah, and also um, this week in history, uh, movie history, uh, Sidney Poitier. Do you know who he is? That name sounds very familiar, but why don't you refresh my memory? He's a very famous actor. Um, He's an African-American actor. Mm -hmm. And this week he uh, became the first black actor. And unfortunately, I did not write down the year, but it was quite some time ago. He was the first black actor to win a competitive Oscar. I don't know what the difference is between a normal Oscar and a competitive. Was that the... He was in Sneakers, right? 
what what movies were what well movies he won he? for a movie called oh, yeah. lilies of the field is what he is mm. what he won for. Oh, now i'm gonna have to google it yeah i'm listening um but lilies uh, of the field yeah so he won an oscar for that um uh, which was awesome and also this week in terms of uh actor birthdays adrian brody who's the oh, uh, all right all right the pianist uh mm-hmm. and uh sarah michelle geller and emma watson hermione granger nice nice are having birthdays this week so happy birthday uh, to them happy birthday to you uh just to update you sydney poitier, poitier is that like yep. a, a french yep some kind of derivative french he was in one of my favorite uh i don't know what you would call it kind of a a, a spy movie called mm-hmm. sneakers i've uh, seen he, that i saw that a long time ago yeah it's a it's an old classic from the 90s but yeah he's in that bad boy that's how i actually recognize that name is from from him oh i also know him from you know, um uh is a movie based on a uh on a play uh, it's called uh-huh. a, Ra- a raisin in the sun oh yeah yep i've heard of it i don't seen think i've that. seen it though uh but yeah very famous actor um he's actually um a Bahamian actor. Mm. Bahamian American. So I guess he's got dual citizenship. Yeah. Uh, nice. But yeah. This week in movie cool. history. Cool. There you go. There you have it. Uh, why don't you just keep it going? What is your movie of choice to add to the list? I am going to add um, the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the Fellowship of the Ring. All right. All right. Very nice. I think uh, while we're at it, I think I added Return of the King towards the beginning some weeks ago, and you just added Fellowship. Yep. We might as well add Two Towers also. Yep. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw it in there. I love that trilogy. Um, yeah. All, th- all three of them, I feel like they work on their own, and they work all together as yep. a as a as a as a package deal love it i'll already tell you the movies i will not be adding to the list the hobbit trilogy Ooh, you really don't like those i'm just throwing it out there right now if you put it on the list i'm gonna give it a zero no i'm just kidding i won't give it a zero but <laughs> give it that a would one. be i would give it a yeah, one and a half no i yeah lord of the rings wondrous wondrous cinema and film the hobbit cash grab not wonderful cinema, but I can I can understand my, that. That's just my opinion. But uh, yeah, man, let's just give the Lord of the Rings some love, Fellowship of the Ring, and Two Towers. I like it. Two I'm solid good with picks, that. if we say so ourselves. And we do. We do. We do. Uh, <laughs> be looking forward to July nineteenth when we will be going through our entire one hundred movie list on episode one fifty. So we're building up to that next week, Pat and Ronnie. If you're listening. Have two movies ready. Ready or not, here they come. Time to catch up. Yep. Alrighty then, Mark and the spirit of Pat and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three.